We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Knicks all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Friday night. Knicks back at home hosting Alec Burks and the Detroit Pistons on Kith Night. Knicks debuting their new 2022-23 City Edition jerseys. And uh, despite taking a 17-point lead, man, this was not an easy one by any stretch because the Pistons would come back led by Ivy Burks, Isaiah Livers, and the gang cutting the lead to at least four points. But then the Knicks' big three would have something to say, led by Jalen Brunson, nine points in the fourth. RJ Julius quickly with a timely three. Knicks would end up pulling away, 121 to 112. CP the Franchise, Alex Chitaros on the ones and twos. Episode number four, 340. So to everybody in the chat, man, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Knicks get the dub. 121 and 112. Let's talk about it. Lock in. Friday night. Let's get it going. What's good, Al? How you feeling, man? Hey, man. Knicks win. I like the jerseys. What do you think yeah. about the jerseys before we get into it? I, you know what? When I first saw like the early pictures, I was like, ah, it looks kind of average, looks kind of the same. But seeing it, you know, all of them in playing, I kind of like it. I'm, I might, I might go get one, man. I, I might go, go, uh, go get a jersey. Um, but um, what do you think about them? I like them, man. I was, I was like you, like I, when I initially saw them, like the first glance, I wasn't. It, it didn't wow me over, but then reading about it and being able to write about it. I did like, I like the tribute to that 
99 to 2003 Knicks era. Yeah. We've been asking for those jerseys. It's inverted. I think it's cool. I think the design is like very nicely done. I like it, man. I like it. Yeah, and no doubt, man. So let's let's get into this game, man. The return of Burks. That was another storyline outside of the jerseys. You heard Breen and Clyde talking about it. The return of Burks and how that would impact his Pistons team. No Cade oh, Cunningham. Man. So you had to watch out for number five. Even though it was his first game back, he's liable to cook, and you just never know. This game started off, it was such a weird flow to the game. Yeah. Kind of boring early uh, because both teams couldn't stop fouling each other. <laughs> the Knicks, on average, gave up 24 free throw attempts per game. Did they ever stop fouling each other? They did not <laughs> stop fouling. They gave up 24 uh, attempts per game. 26, sorry. 22, right? Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. 22, 22. Pistons went to the line tw- 41 times, bro. 41 times. And so it was a very weird pace. You couldn't really get into a flow. But nevertheless, you know, Knicks being the better team, shout out to a 17-point lead. How about RJ, man? 30 points. I thought, you know, obviously the two things that that I watch for, or the three things rather, is how he's finishing at the rim. Is he playing good defense? And is he playmaking a little bit more? I've said this in the past couple of shows that Mm -hmm. he can get to the rim with relative ease. How he's finishing is really a coin flip. Tonight he finished well, but on his drives, he was passing more and playmaking more. And capitalizing on the threat that he is to get to the basket, not always forcing the shot up at the rim, but looking for others. And he made a couple nice plays. We saw a nice one-two combo, one-two game between he and Brunson early in the game. To close the game, he used his his driving ability, found quickly in the corner, who needed a a three to, to save his life, desperately needed a three, and quickly hit a big three in that game to really help the Knicks pull away. I liked RJ's game tonight, man. Very efficient night for RJ. 30 points, good bounce back game for him. Absolutely. 10 for 17, 3 for 8 from the three-point line. 7 for 8 from three free throws. His free throw shooting this season has been on point. Yeah. Got to highlight that. Got the five rebounds, five assists, plus 11 tonight, 30 points. As you said, highly efficient game. And he was essentially steady throughout the entire night. It felt like every quarter... RJ was contributing in some way or some fashion, whether it was knocking down critical threes, uh, just being able to get to the basket and drawing fouls and getting to the line and knocking down free throws. I mean, even the fourth quarter, you know, as as the game is getting closer, he's knocking down critical free throws. So it was a over, overall, it was a solid night for for RJ Barrett. I thought his playmaking, you know, it didn't all show up in the in the stat sheet, but I thought he was doing a good job trying to get everybody involved. I like how Tibbs staggered his minutes tonight. Once again, like we were complaining about that the yeah. last couple of games tonight, he went back to that, let RJ rock with the second unit for a bit. And you saw when you allow him to do that, even though he was hot coming out of the gate, it just allows him to continue to stay hot throughout the game. And then you can still rely on rely on him rather than just having him and Randall paired together. And then they kind of throw each other off because both of them need their touches. Right. So yeah. Overall, good game for RJ. I like what I saw tonight. Yeah, definitely like what I saw, man. Um, and just win, winning basketball. That, that's that's what I've been talking about with him, with him and Julius. It's not just about getting your points, but you capitalizing on the advantages that you can create and and get others involved. And I thought RJ was was really good at that, especially in in terms of playmaking. Uh, Brunson, once again in the fourth quarter when the Pistons were making their run, cut this to as as much as four, as little as four points. 
But throughout that fourth quarter, as they were trying to make that run, and give credit to Isaiah Livers, man. I, I like his game. He had a yeah. big summer league for Detroit. Very versatile wing. Was knocking down a lot of threes, playing some good defense. Mm-hmm. Had a couple block shots. I like his game for Detroit. But Brunson, nevertheless, every time, he, he's, he's kind of like that momentum stopper. You know, every time Detroit was trying to make a run, Brunson would come in and and clap back. He he'd get a nice mid range shot, a teardrop, had a big three point play, nine points in the fourth quarter for Brunson. Another solid game for him, twenty six points, seven dimes. I thought he was facilitating very well. Four steals, eight mm-hmm. for eight from the stripe, eight of sixteen on the night. Great game by Brunson tonight as well, man. Especially closing. Absolutely, you just gave out the stat line. I thought he, he was active tonight defensively. He had active hands. That's where you get the four steals. Also knowing how to jump the passing lanes. Good stuff by him. And he was just making critical shots down the stretch of the game. You know, I think the pivotal point tonight was when you have RJ who's driving to the lane. He gets swatted. IQ saves the ball from going out of bounds baseline. Gets it back out to Brunson. Brunson drives in, draws the and one, finishes with the floater. Gets down to the line. Momentum shift goes back to the Knicks. You know, you, talk, you you mentioned earlier this season that we got a closer in one, Jalen Brunson. Yeah, he won't show up every single night just because this team as a whole, you know, it's not going to be there to compete with the upper echelons of the Milwaukee Bucks and Cleveland Cavaliers. But for games like this, coming down the stretch, you see where he's just critical. He's just able to knock down mid-range jumpers, hitting some, uh, what was he had? I think he had a few three-pointers today. Yeah, he had two three-pointers mm-hmm. today. Had some, made some big shots down, down, the, down the stretch of the game and was just able to keep everyone composed you know that's the thing that we need and we didn't see that the last couple of games tonight he was able to do that good stuff by Jalen Brunson and we need this more from him on a nightly basis you know in order for this team to really stay in he needs to be the head of the snake I know it's different not playing with Luka Doncic but what for this team and yeah he's adapting you can see that he's a playmaker seven assists does Seven assists doesn't pop out pop out of nowhere. You got to be some sort of playmaker. And the one yeah. that I really like, he found Julius Randle a couple times. The one was when Randle was cutting baseline. Shocker that Randle was cutting baseline yeah, to yeah, begin one. Yeah, that that, that was, was in the first nice. half. Yeah, that was nice. But the other one is when Brunson is pushing the ball in transition, and you have uh, Randle as the trailer. Trailer, yep. Just dishes it right back. Randle just with a slam. That's the good stuff that you like to see. That's just keep that's keeping your head up and looking around and knowing your surroundings. Brunson needs to do that every single game for the Knicks to be in it, right? So good stuff by him tonight. Really liked his performance. Just a clutch performance overall. Yeah, solid, man. Solid when we needed it, especially when Detroit was was making their run. Interesting rotations tonight. I thought the rotations yes. were very interesting, man. First of all, Sim started. I mean, Hartenstein started. Yep. And we know there's a different dynamic when he starts as compared to Sims, but I just felt like when he was out there, I mean, the spacing was so clear cut. It, mm-hmm. it allowed Brunson to get his drives. RJ, Julius, same way. It allowed them to attack the paint. Nick, 60 points in the paint tonight. I, I just like, you know, obviously he just opens things up offensively for them. And so Tibbs going a little bit different. couple nights it was Sims. Now it's Hartenstein. Also, Rose. And Derek Rose was in the news yesterday because – he was in, in his press conference yesterday, he was basically saying he, he's kind of stuck in, in no man's land. He's in an unknown in terms yep. of his playing time, in terms of, I guess, his role coming off of the bench. And so Rose, once again, being the first guard off the bench, he was all right, you know, up and down game. But nevertheless, you know, Tibbs really was mixing a match, man, between starters and rotation. You saw a lot of different combinations out there. 
uh, tonight. I thought it was, some, it was very interesting. Interesting moves by Tibbs tonight. I liked it, man. You know, you need this is and in games like this where the Knicks should win against a lesser opponent in Detroit. And, you know, Detroit, you know, Knicks have a tough time going against teams that shoot threes very well. Detroit shot 22.6%, seven out of 31 shots from three tonight. So this was a game that was in the Knicks' favor for them to win just because they didn't have to necessarily worry about anyone on the perimeter, except for Livers. Livers decided to just show up in the second half and just start knocking down shots. But for, like, when you're looking at the rotations, when you have these opportunities to shake up the rotations, this is what I like from Tibbs. The one that stood out to me, my man, is just seeing, well, I think it was Brunson, Grimes, yeah. RJ, Obi, and Randall. Yeah. yeah. I like that rotation. Yeah. They were, they were, they were moving out in space. Uh, all, all five of them can push the pace whenever needed. So you can really play, uh, was it, um, what's the term that, uh, positionless basketball. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I like, but I thought that was great. And you had Grimes out there who looked like he had a good quick step, man. It looks yeah. like he, he's starting to feel better. This rest seems to be, uh, I was a little concerned. I don't know if we're going to see, uh, when we're going to see Grimes, but tonight he looked a little bit more healthy, you know? Had a nice little combo dribble move, drove to the rim, finished, and then knocked down a 3-2. Uh, that lineup, I liked it a lot. But, yeah, man, just the ability to, like, interchange, like, when an RJ go play with the second unit, you know, having even would, when his Randall to go play with the second unit so that way he can get yeah. going on some certain nights. Putting uh, Derek Rose in the, with the starters to give Brunson a rest. Having yeah. Brunson with the second unit. It's like Brunson and IQ. That's a good that's a good backcourt I like to see as well. It allows quickly to be that that guard to attack. You know, and quickly started to find a shot tonight, man. Yeah. It went two for three from, to see. from three, three for six from the field, you know. And he had his five rebounds, his two steals, one assist. But him knowing that he can be that uh, that that secondary guard with either Derrick Rose or Brunson out there, these are the type of rotations that we're looking from, from Thibodeau just to see what can help players feel comfortable and be in their role. So I like it, man. I, I like it. I like what Tiz has been doing. Yeah, he 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 uh he mi- he mixed and matched well. He definitely mixed and matched well. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Knicks post game live presented by Manscaped. CP and Alex on the ones and twos. Knicks win one twenty one to one twelve. Call us up with your thoughts on the game, man. You can hit us up on the Knicks Fan TV Discord or uh, call us up six five seven three eight three one five zero nine is the number to call. Shout out to the rhyme animal Chuck D. I see Chuck in the chat. Vibing with the people. So shout out to Chuck. Knicks get a win, debut in their new jerseys. Speaking of quick and rotations, how about the fact that I quickly played 14 straight minutes to close the game? Yeah. Cam Hive, how are, you, how are we feeling tonight? Grimes is back. Yeah, don't, don't, I hope JD wasn't watching tonight because Grimes came back. And then in the fourth, when Detroit was making their run, Quickly came in with about two and change in the third and never mm-hmm. left the game. Finished with the starters and got a, a, a clutch three in crunch time. Well, what do you think about that? You know, I think I think tonight allowed it for, for Quickly to be in that rotation. Like when, when we're playing teams like Brooklyn, Milwaukee, you're gonna want someone with uh with a, a good wingspan and height yeah. to guard different players. So I think tonight was just a night that was that was suitable for quickly to be out there in the closing uh lineup. And we just seen Tibbs go with whatever 
at this point, whatever player he thinks sometimes. It's not always right, but we've seen some nights go with a hot hand. Yeah. Um, some nights he goes based on, you know, matchups. I think it just all depends. But I like what I saw for quickly tonight. It allowed him to get back into rhythm and just be that off-ball guard, like I say, stated earlier. You know, you talked about that rotation closing the game. How about the rotation I mentioned earlier closing the first half? That was, a, I think that was a run for eight straight minutes. Yeah. I was shocked that Tibbs went that way with Brunson, Grimes, RJ, Obi Randall. That was. Yes, that's, I, th- I think that's what he wants to see. I, yeah, I think, I, mean, I think that's what he feels like as he continues to experiment with this Brandle, Randall Obi front court. Uh, that's the lineup that he, that he wants. You know what I'm saying? Out there. They can play yeah, fast. That- you got some offense. You got Grimes in there to play some defense. Obi's defense has been pretty good this year. Mm-hmm. You can get out and transition with RJ, Obi, Grimes, Brunson pushing, you know, Randall pushing when he's under control. I, th- I think that's, that's the lineup to watch if you, if you get a healthy Grimes. For sure. And, well, Grimes came in today, went two for four from the field, one for three, one for three from three-point land. He had some solid rebounding, man. I mean, that's the that's the thing that we we need on this team too, more rebounding, especially with Mitch out right now. But getting to that lineup, you know, that's probably why Tim started with Hartenstein today because he wanted more offense than defense and to open it up. Because tonight was just a battle of who was going to score more in the paint. <laughs> you know, both teams shot poorly from the three. Knicks shot twenty five percent. Pistons twenty two point six percent. But I think tonight, at the, uh, you know, for, for these lineups, I, I'm just getting the idea. I'm just seeing that Tibbs just, it, it depends on who he's going against. That's really what it is. Yeah. I think he's trying to gauge the matchup and try to put this team in the best position as possible. And like I said, it's not always going to be right. He's not, and he's going to be stubborn some nights. We saw that. I think especially against top caliber teams, he's going to stick with certain guys that he believes can get the job done. Whether it's right or not, I think he's at least trying to, to mix it up. And true indeed, man. Let, let's get to the phones here with the people got to say, man. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Nick's post game live presented by Manscaped. We got 1,200 people in the chat. Let's get those likes up. Hit that thumbs up button. Nick's get a bounce back win 121 to 112. To the phones we go, Ron from Baltimore. Ron, what's going on? I was happy for MJ Burks. <laughs> you know, I was ha- happy for him, CP, because you got to watch him again. I got to watch him again. He can change your franchise. This was only night one for him. Yeah, first, first game team. back, Rob. My man drops a 15 easy. Everybody was having trouble with him, man. He was giving quickly the work. He was giving Fournier the work. You know what I mean? He was schooling Grimes. Grimes couldn't keep up with him on the three-point line. First game back, man. He, he'll change. He'll, see, the thing about people don't understand is MJ Burke's off the ball can change a franchise like yeah. he had one in the corner that he's got to make but it was yeah. his first night back he's an easy 20 points a night without I mean 25 minutes MJ Burks is terrific but yeah. let's get to our team let's go um RJ Barrett I called him out and this is what I expect that's what I want RJ to do yes it's against the Pistons but I don't care I like that RJ attacked I like that he was making some threes getting to the line R.J. Barrett, that's the blueprint type of game. You got to do it consistently. Obviously, the 30 points, I don't expect that every night, but the all-around play, um, because, again, CP, the one skill set he does have 
is he can get to the paint. He can attack with yeah. his left hand. It doesn't work if you can't finish or make free throws. If mm-hmm. he finishes and makes free throws, he's a, he can be a very good player. So that was good. Um, I thought Julius had some big rebounds yeah. uh, down the stretch. I give Julius credit for making big rebounds. Quickly, here's the thing. I, I called out quickly last time, too. The thing about quickly that I like him better off the ball where he's not loosey-goosey, and then sometimes quickly when he's on the ball or even he catches it, uh, he'll take like 10 steps back like he's like, like in an and one mixtape. I hate that. Just yeah. stand in the corner, we'll pass you the ball and make threes. That's all you got to do. But I think they were inspired, CP, by MJ Burks being back in the building. The yeah. offense was back. Like, we got we got to beat OKC, but CP, this is a good night for you and me because MJ Burks was back and we got to witness greatness. Give them that. <laughs> For our Rod, for B-Boy, salute to Rod. <laughs> salute to Rod. Hey, I mean, even uh, was it even even Casey thought Burks was uh, was great because we didn't even see Ivy close. Ivy tonight. didn't even close. I'm looking on the bench. I'm like, wait, did I'm looking at the box score? Like, did Ivy foul out? Is he injured? I'm looking on Twitter. Like, what happened to Ivy? Because he went Burks, with man. Burks to close. Tibbs isn't the only guy that has faith in Alec Burks to deliver in crunch time. Dwayne Casey, a coach of the year, sits his prized rookie in favor of Burks. That was very interesting. What very a world, man. What a world, what, man. What a world. The, the top yeah. number four overall pick gets benched for Alec Burks. Alec Burks. Hey, I, man. I, I thought Ivy had his moments, man. You know, Ivy definitely had his moments. They, they couldn't stop, cut off his drives. You know, he's able to get to the free throw line. Ten points for Ivy tonight. Four, four assists. He was decent. Bogdanovich balled out for them. Killian Hayes had his moments. Diallo as well. And that was as, 17 points for Burks. Correction, not 15. 17 for Burks. In 25 minutes. Got to the free throw line a lot. Yeah. Six for eight, man. Well, he, well, he, he knows all these guys' weaknesses, man. You know, <laughs> he knows all these guys' weaknesses. So that's, uh, that was light work. He's like practice all over again. Yeah, or And uh, as uh, TM said in the chat, uh, Ivory, as, as Clyde was oh, calling yeah. uh, Ivory. <laughs> Clyde calls him Ivory. I'm calling Isaiah uh, Livers, Livers. <laughs> you know, that's just how it goes down, man. Shout out to the Rhyme Animal Chuck T. $10 Super Chat says, D-Rose is ramping up. He's honest about the unknown. Nobody knows. He will figure it out. But IQ has to figure it out totally. He and D-Rose have to switch roles from two years ago. D-Rose waiting. Uniforms are fire. Chuck approves the uniforms. Let's go. I like the font on the uniforms. I, I feel like Chuck likes the font. They did bring the arch back on the font. A little, mm-hmm. a little you know, homage to the late 90s jerseys. And kind of just remixed the, the colorways and the trim. Kind of reversed the colorways and the trim and made it black. I thought it was. I thought it was nice. I thought it was nice. I, like, I, I may have I like to go it, get one, man. Yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, I like it more than the first. Uh, the first uh, jerseys that they did under Kith with the circle. Yes. I wasn't really. I, I wasn't really a big fan of those. Yeah. Last year's I like a lot. This year's are definitely a second to me. No, but, I hear that, man. Um, but yeah, on the IQ front, and I spoke about IQ yesterday on uh, on um, the post up with Ian Begley. And I think, I don't know if he has too much responsibility running the offense. And maybe that more of that should go on Rose. And if Rose is looking for that, maybe it works, right? You you put the ball more in Rose's hands. 
get IQ some more off-ball opportunities. You play IQ, mix IQ in with the starters so that he's playing with capable playmakers like a Brunson, like an RJ, maybe even a Julius at times. Because even earlier in the game, when when he has the ball in his hands, he's still indecisive. He's holding on to the ball. He he's not. He has he, he he, you know, he doesn't know if he wants to drive. He doesn't want to attack. He just wasn't aggressive at all in the first half. Yeah, he does the whole east to west thing, not he's going north to and south. Then that's not like that's not point guard. You gotta Tibbs wants you to attack. If you're going to be in that driver's seat, you need to get into the teeth of the defense and start kicking out, or looking for people on the paint, doing yeah. some dump off passes and. He's not doing that, and I think it's just he's just a, he's a, he's a gunner. Like that's that's who he is, you know. Even with the boneheaded shots that he takes at times, it's he likes he's a he's a score first guard, and I think you right. have to just lean into that and let him be a score first guard who can do some playmaking here and there. But I think to give him the responsibility, it's just it's just a shift in thought process because you're not looking for your shot. Most of the time, you're looking for everyone else to get their shot and organizing the offense, and that's not a, that's not an easy thing to do. You know, <laughs> if it was so easy, everyone would be uh, be a solid point guard. But yeah. you know, I would just leave him as a guy right now to get the, to maximize his talent. Maybe one day he can learn how to play the point guard effectively. But as of right now, just let him be that secondary score. Get him a lot of minutes with the first with the starters, especially in closing lineups when he has the opportunity. And let him knock it, let him knock down those shots, man. I, like tonight, when he knew, like in the fourth, in the in the second half, I'll say, especially the fourth quarter, like that's where he started to get most of most of his points because he had Brunson out there, you know. And Brunson played thirty-two minutes once again. We have Derrick Rose, sixteen minutes, just barely eclipsing fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes, but he needs a playmaker out there. He needs someone else to do those playmaking duties for him to be comfortable on that court. Yeah, we're we're seeing it. Uh, agreed on that one wholeheartedly. Now, with the Rose thing, bro, I, I just, I was a bit confused by the comments that he made because earlier in the, earlier in, in the preseason and during training camp, he talked about, you know, well, I'm, I'm not the same guy. I, I don't have an ego. I don't care who plays. I don't need to play. And here we are a month later. He's like, man, I'm in no man's land. I don't know what's going on. So it's like all of a sudden reality hit. And he's like, hey, I, I want to be playing here. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And it's so interesting how he <laughs> he was like, yeah, him, him and Tibbs aren't talking that much. And then Tibbs comes out there like, oh, no, we, we communicate all the time. I'm like, what? Is yeah. happening. What, yeah. Who's who's telling who what? Who, right. Who's telling who what? This this was the Rose comment right here. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. This is Rose on his role uh, in yesterday's media conference. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, I'm in the unknown, um, trying to stay focused, um, give my all every day with um, talking to the guys, being vocal, like I always, like I said earlier on in the year, and um, um, trying to communicate to them what I see on the floor. But yeah, this is a, this is a new form. This is foreign for me. <laughs> right, so you know he's like he's in the unknown, and this was the the uh, the Tibbs comment on on uh, on D Rose. Let's uh, let's hear from Tibbs. This was yesterday. Uh, I I talked to Derek probably as much as anyone, but uh, you know you you sit down, you talk you you're talking to your players every day, so. You know, and you're asking everyone to sacrifice. So some guys that might be going from starting to, you know, coming off the bench, some guys might be going out of the rotation. You know, that's all part of you. Like, you have a finite amount of minutes. You have to have a rotation. And so, and a lot of it's um, based on performance. All, all of it is. It's how, how does the group perform when you're on the floor? So, and... So I try to reiterate to everyone that you can play well without shooting well. So if you're not shooting well, you can't allow that to take away from the other things that you can do to help the team win. And so we're going to keep searching for guys that can help us win. And that's that's really where we are. And so you know, we want more minutes. You got to play well. Kind of, kind of ended that. In an interesting way, you want more minutes, you got to play well. And, le- and let's be real, when it comes to Derrick Rose, he hasn't been playing well. Yep. If you take the whole season, 12 games in, he hasn't been playing well. There's been games where he hasn't played in the whole second half. Yep. Because the first half, it's been lackluster. He's been turning the ball over, not making good decisions. Doesn't have the same burst as, as he's had. The injuries are piling up. Surgeries are piling up. Maybe mentally he's... In between, you know, second guessing when to be aggressive, when to attack. He, he made one drive in this game today against Detroit, and mm-hmm. you thought they might have had to, to, to cart him off. It took him that yeah. long to, to recover. So I think part of it is Rose having a tough time dealing with father time rather than being confused about his role, so to speak. Because, I mean, he's been coming off the bench for three years with this team. Yeah, I think the thing is that he used to gain somewhere between 
22 to like 27 minutes on a nightly basis. And now with Jalen Brunson, who's going to eat over 30 minutes per game, he's a starting point guard. We're going to rely on him. Yeah. You know, Tibbs is not going to let Brunson play under under 30 minutes unless it's unless the Knicks have some colossal lead, yeah. which even then I don't even know he would allow Brunson to sit out just because how this team allows teams to get back into it. But look, let's just go through his numbers. If you look at the last, what, couple of games, I'm going to start off with, the, with the Detroit game most recently. Shot 28.6% from the field. Hit no shots yet uh, against Brooklyn. Hit 10% from the field. One for 10 against Minnesota. Four for 10 against Boston. He shot 40%. Zero for two in seven minutes against Philadelphia. And then against Atlanta, went one for four, hit 25% of his shots. And during that time, he, he's made from Detroit two assists, Brooklyn two assists, and the remainder of the games from Minnesota back to Atlanta, one assist every night. Like, you just, what are you doing? That's eight. And, and we're right. talking, let me just so everyone, everyone can know it's 8.0 points, 2 points, 10 points, 0 points, 3 points. That's what he did going back from Detroit to Atlanta. You're, like, if Tibbs saying you got to play better, he hasn't been playing well to deserve more minutes, rightfully so. And, you know, for Derrick Rose, I also think it's not only father time but he legit just came back from an ankle injury and has not played basketball since December of last year. Yeah. And I think that's very tough for a guy who's dealt with so many injuries in his career to then ask him to come and bounce back again. Well, he had to even lose weight to make sure that he still kept up his speed. Like I know everyone's talking about that. Did he lose a step? Maybe slightly, but he's still pretty fast out there. Yeah. But we're seeing guys now swat, swat some of his layups, man. Like, yeah. Live, live, live is live is pinned, pinned one of his joints. Got him a couple so, times. So Livers. I think it's for Whatever. I think it's Rose trying to get back into the best shape possible after coming back from injury. I think it's fighting father time and figuring out how do you adjust your game yet again to stay relevant. That's maybe being more of a jump shooter and knowing how to bring out the defense to the perimeter and hit more mid range shots. You know he still has the speed. Uh, I think it's the it's more so the agility and the quickness, like the fast twitch muscle to get to get past somebody. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't think he's too far off. Like he, we've seen him be a good jump shooter. It's just getting back into rhythm. Yeah, I agree. But you know, look, as far as the minutes are concerned, I get that he's concerned and some fans, I guess the Rose high fans are concerned, but you can't say play the kids, play the kids and then be mad at his minutes. Right. As you said, Brunson is here. Brunson's going to get a lion's share of the minutes at the at that spot. You have quickly now getting getting uh, uh, his fair share of minutes. This is this is the uh, uh, core. This is the future. If we're saying yeah. play the kids, we can't necessarily be mad that Rose's minutes, you know, are dwindling or aren't the same as they were last year. So they got to figure that out. You know what I mean? They got to figure that. Hopefully, he plays a little bit better. As we said, it, it'll help quickly. It'll help OB everybody with that second unit if he can play a little bit better, yeah, especially I mean, when you play better teams. Well, you know, if we want quickly to be that off-ball guard, we're going to need Derrick Rose because what's the other, who's the other point guard? Then you're, yeah. are you moving up quickly to be the point guard? And like we've seen quickly do it last season. He hasn't had it. We haven't seen the end of last season him playing as a point guard to start off this season, which is why I'm saying leave him in that off-ball guard role and let him just be that 
that shooter that we know he can he can do that role very well. But if you're gonna if you're gonna switch him to being that point guard, like we need as much shooting and much aggressive three point shooting as possible. So I, I would rather hope for Rose. And he's at a position where if he's getting that many minutes that he could be efficient, like that'd be great. Like we don't we don't really have I mean, yes, everyone's going to tell me Deuce McBride, but Deuce Ted no. <laughs> is not going to drive into the paint like Brunson no. or, or Rose. So to help the second unit and the other young kids out, we, we do need Derrick Rose to be playing better. You know, he's not yeah. he's at a position where we don't really have a lot of youth. You know, it's not like the two, the three, the four, where there, you can say, oh, well, we have Obi here, we have... Grimes over here. We have Cam over here. Right. These guys need minutes. It's Brunson and Derrick Rose who are playing point guard. True indeed, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Knicks win 121 to 112. CP and Alex on the ones and twos. Let's get back to the phones. Let's hear from Manny from the Bronx. Manny, what's going on? Hey, CP and Alex. I'm happy to be on the line with you guys. I'm a first time, long time. Nice. I've been a Knicks Let's fan go. since since the sixties, bro. Since the sixties. I'm OG. an old timer. We got an OG and, in here. Let's uh, go. Oh my God. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. But uh real quick, mm-hmm. um we almost let the game slip. We were seven yeah. minutes to go in the fourth quarter. They was they were behind by six points. I was getting worried again. Yep. You know, uh I'm still just just getting over what happened Wednesday night against the Nets, and I was afraid. Here we go again. Here we go again. You yeah. know, but I was glad. I was glad that they pulled it out. I'm gonna be real quick about this. Mm-hmm. I was watching the other night, CP. Uh, you won that show, the putback. Yeah, Ian. And mm-hmm. I was really impressed mm-hmm. by your commentary. You were sharp. It's the first time I've seen you without a hat. <laughs> I almost didn't recognize you. <laughs> you had a nice line. Your beard was trimmed. You had a nice. You know, you look like I thought you were going for a job interview. You had a yeah. nice suit and everything, but but your comments were were you know really astute, on point. And of all the Nick fans uh, shows that I watch, you guys are really the best. Appreciate Alex, it, man. You, you know, all you guys, your commentary is right on, and I really really enjoy it. So keep up the good work, and I look forward to uh, talking to you guys again in the future. Manny from the BX, man, definitely appreciate the call. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let's uh, go back to some sounds from the game. Let's hear from Tibbs. Hear what Tibbs got to say about uh, tonight's win. Here's uh, Tom Thibodeau, courtesy of SNY Videos. Here's Tibbs. Yeah, I think the start of the game was good. I, the thing that was different about this game is we, we still didn't shoot the ball great. But I thought we made a lot of plays, unselfish plays, to help get high-quality shots. So I thought everyone was focused on helping the team first. And, you know, we ended up scoring 120 points. And over the course of the game, teams are going to make runs. And obviously, the the free-throw stuff, we have to be better with with not following and adjust the, the, to the way the game was being officiated. So it was called tight. And I want to look at the fouls. Like some of them were borderline, but some of them were whacking down. And we got we, we to gotta fix that. All right. That was Tom Thibodeau on tonight's game, courtesy of SNY Knicks videos. Let, let's go a little bit by the numbers, Al, man, because um, – Tibbs, you know, pretty much spoke on everything. It was a lackluster start. They couldn't shoot the ball well in the beginning of the game. Knicks did finish with 22nd chance points. 
which was as a result of uh, some of their effort and their offensive rebounding. That was good. As I said earlier tonight's show, 41 free throw attempts by the Pistons. And I thought it was a combination of, of the Pistons being able to put pressure on them. But I thought the refs were kind of calling it a tight one as well, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. There was something I was like, really? That's that's what we're calling a foul tonight? Yeah. Come on, man. Like the one where Obi had his hand on the back of, uh, I think it was Duran. I was like, really? Was that even a push? <laughs> like, yeah. Come on now. That that was a cheap one, man. I wasn't feeling that at all. 41. As I said, Knicks gave up 22 a game on average. They gave up damn near double in tonight's game to the, the Pistons. Now, about on the free throw statistic, good job by the Knicks tonight. 27 for 29 from the stripe. They've been an inconsistent free throw shooting team. Shot 93% from the stripe tonight. So good job by them. You had some perfect stretches for Brunson. RJ was was shooting well from the free throw line as well. Seven of eight for RJ, eight of eight for Brunson, five for five for Randall. So your big three only missed one free throw. You had D Rose four for four. Fournier chipped in three for four. So a good good night from the stripe by the team as well. Currently 16, 16th best free throw shooting team on the season with 77.7%. Top free throw shooting team right now by percentage is the Miami Heat with 86.7. So they're doing pretty good, man, considering that we're usually in the basement. Yeah, not not bad at all. Now, truth be told, put a little asterisk on this. This is the worst defensive team in the league, right? Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> it is the worst defensive team in the league. However, again, just, just looking at the stats on, on what the Knicks did well tonight, um, free throws are definitely one of them. How about turnovers? Averaging mm-hmm. 16 on the night, only 11 tonight. I thought they did a good job of taking care of the ball, even mm-hmm. though – 11 turnovers led to 18 piston points. You got to cut down there. And then points in the paint, 60 points in the paint for the Knicks tonight on when they usually average 54. So 60 points in the paint for them. And so that was a good job by the guards getting dribble penetration and and just attacking a weak pistons front line. Yeah. I mean, 87 points came between the paint Shooting the paint and free throw line. Yeah. Because it ain't our three-point shooting, man. <laughs> it ain't the threes. <laughs> it ain't the three-point shooting. We continue to struggle. Continue to struggle. Yeah. It's it's definitely not the threes. But, again, we'll see if if you know, Grimes gets a little bit healthier. We'll see how, how that impacts things with the rotations and the three-point shooting efficiency, effective field goal percentage, and the like. So, See how that goes, man. All right, back to the phones we go. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up on free boys. Recapping the Knicks 121 to 112 win over the Pistons. And for all you people at home, man, welcome to the Knicks Post Game Live, number one show for the fans by the fans. If you guys are new in the chat, type in hashtag new in that chat box and we will shout you guys out. Also, throw your cities or your countries in the chat. Let us know where you're checking in from. We'll shout you guys out as well. Remember to hit that like button right now. Hit that thumbs up button for us. Definitely goes a long way in supporting this channel and the growth of the channel. And also share these videos. Share it on Twitter right now, Facebook, whatever you you do, wherever you do your social medias. Share this link. Maybe post an IG story if you're watching the show. Those are the things that goes a long way in tapping into that social media algorithm and bringing more people to the show. So we count on everybody for doing their work, and we'll we'll do ours by bringing you some some fresh and fire content. Shout out to D Puesh, team hashtag new. D Puesh, how you feeling? 
We also have, uh, we got our regulars, Edwin P. checking in here. We got Adrian Realty checking in from Las Vegas, regular mm-hmm. viewer. Anthony Corniel, Corona Queens. We got Michael Benvenides, Astoria Queens in here. Uh, who else are we going to shout out in the chat out? Let's see. We're doing hashtag news or locations right now? Uh, anything. Any, anything you see in the chat, man. All right. Uh, we got Sean V. from Antarctica. Yeah. Uh, we got Will Latimer from uh, Georgia and Harlem. Uh, and Moment from Dade County. We got Edwin P. Mm-hmm. from Haiti. Let's go, let's go. All right. Quiz, the quiz is just saying that he's from the world. I don't even know where in the world he is. Right okay. Now. Like he's he's worldwide with it. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Like Carmen San Diego, bro. All good. Yeah. All good, man. Well, speaking of worldwide, man, let's go up, up north to T-Dot. Let's go to the six, man. Justin, what's going on? Hey, man, how you guys doing, man? Happy to be on the show, man. Hey, how you feeling, uh, man? CP, Alex, how y'all doing? Good, man. How you feeling, bro? Hey, um, I'm doing good. So uh, one thing I want to do, I will say, actually, I'm trying to keep it wrapped up. So basically, uh, I don't know how... Oh, you got to call back, man. You got to call back, man. What do you got, like Rogers? What's the cell service up there? Rogers? His Rogers communication ain't good, man. Justin, you got to call back when you signal strong enough. You got to get your Verizon joint. He was in and out today. He was, he was calling like a like a landline. Start, started fine. The next thing you know, it's uh, yeah, it was like, uh, all uh, choppy. Uh, 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 a than the Hudson. <laughs> yeah, his A's came out though. He's from Toronto. You know what I mean? You could you could hear that hear that in action. Those are coming out. Those are audible. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else was cloudy from there. Benji, what's going on? Benji, how you feeling? Hey, what's up, CP? What's up, Alex? Um, so Come obviously, on. I'm thrilled. But I'm thrilled with the win, mm-hmm. um, but it was agonizing to get to that point. Um, we definitely got to clean a lot of things up here. I'm very, very, very nervous about this OKC game. Mm-hmm. Uh, OKC is playing well. They want, they score 132 points tonight. We know they're hungry. We know they have uh, SGA and Josh Giddy, who um, are likely going to be trying to slice into the lane pretty easily uh, based on how we've, our defense has been thus far. Mm -hmm. Um, My biggest issue right now with what I see, I I really don't like this. You all know that I'm a huge Evan guy and he, he hasn't been good. He's been bad. Mm -hmm. We know that, Mm -hmm. right? He missed two, he missed like two layups tonight. You know, he got a couple open looks from three, missed them. This, this, this rotation with reddish, Fournier and Grimes, I, it's, I don't like it. I, I, I know there's got to be a better way to do the rotation. Like, Cam hasn't distinguished himself, right? He had a good opening game against Memphis. He had a good game against Philly. But he's had a bunch of pretty lousy games since um, where he's inconsistent. He's just not a consistent shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Grimes is not healthy, clearly, and not in shape. So it's a weird, it's just a very weird thing. These get well, all the, all the three, those three players are kind of in limbo and they don't know like where their minutes are going to come from. Like, and I just think like, look, Fournier is going to be here this year. So we got to get the most out of him. So I, mm-hmm. it just doesn't, he doesn't look comfortable in this role playing him 12 minutes a night. Like he's not used to it. It's not comfortable. It's not, he's not getting, we're not getting the most out of him. You can see he doesn't look like the same player. Mm-hmm. Um, confidence wise, tentative, um, I would go back to starting him and, you know, you don't have to play. You can, you can regulate his minutes. You can put Cam in. You can go to Grimes. 
it just doesn't seem like there's any rhyme or reason to how they're relegating the minutes, right? Grimes played in the first half, and then he didn't play again. Mm-hmm. Like, he played reasonably well. He made it made a three and, you know, had some nice plays, but he didn't get back in, right? Is that just because he's out of shape and Tibbs is yeah, just he's, saying, yeah, he's, oh, I he's can only play him. He's, he's, on a, he's on a minutes count. You know, the Grimes situation, he's on a minutes count. They're trying to bring him in slowly into the fold. Fournier's out. He can't defend, man. He can't defend you out there, bro. Good job by Tibbs going no, no. going early with the quick hook and getting Cam in there. We need a real wing. We need wing defense. I, I know, but don't you, don't you, that's a totally fair point. But everyone was making this all this hype about how, how well Cam played against Boston last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had four points in 37 minutes in that game. Like, I get that he's long and he, and he works hard on D, but, like, let's not overrate this guy. He's not, like, he's not, like, Ron Artest, like, in the heyday. Like, he's a nice guy that works hard on defense and he's a better defender than Fournier, but right. he's a low percentage <laughs> but that, but three point it. shooter. He's a thirty three percent three point shooter for right. his career, thirty two percent. I get it. Uh, not, I definitely not gonna get help it. us. I appreciate the call, man. Look, I, I get it. I think as a as I've been saying in the beginning in, in the training camp series preseason, Fournier was only keeping the spot warm for Grimes. The Grimes injury set him back. Tibbs went to Cam because of how desperately we need perimeter defense. You need the defense. If you got to sacrifice offense out there to get it, then so be it. You had another night tonight. You had RJ Julius uh, Brunson dropping 20 points for the third time in the season in 12 games. That's a good sign. They need to get the three-point shooting back on track, no doubt about it. But it's not like Fournier was lighting it up either. And, and on the flip side, his defense is garbage. He's only... Holding that spot for Grimes. The Grimes injury set him back. He needed Cam out there. You put Cam's defense. I agree with him. I think the fans always overrate Cam. But at the very least, his defense is needed. And so I don't necessarily worry about his offense because you should be able to scrape by between RJ, Julius, and Brunson if they're, if they're on their game. But you need defense out there, bro. For sure. I mean, look, even 48 tonight in his 12 minutes, he didn't make any shots. He had five attempts from the field, made none of them, uh, got to the line and hit three of his four free throws. But other than that, you had a poor turnover tonight. He's a turnstile on defense. I mean, we all watched the first couple of games, him in the starting rotation. It was a turnstile. You can't have that, man, especially if you want to compete. Tibbs' job is probably on the, is definitely on the line this season. Not probably, it's definitely on the line. I can, you know, we, we hear Begley, we hear all the other reporters, cats, where it's like, you know, it's got to be a plan, man. Like, Tibbs has to be making the plan. Like, has to be fine for that position after what he did first year and how bad last season was. And you're going to need defense out there. And to even show that he – I see that he wants Grimes in the starting rotation. Go back once again to that lineup we talked about earlier. We talked about Brunson, Grimes, RJ, Randall. Those four alone. That's four of – that. that's three – of the four of the five starters right there in that rotation. Yeah. You see that he's trying to, in the limited minutes that he gave him, he, not in a closing game, not to close to make, want to make sure that he could have a decent run with a decent lead out there and get some repetitions with those guys. And I just see that it's going to be Grimes. In my opinion, it's going to be Grimes in that starting rotation. You just see how efficient he was even in tonight in his limited minutes. Yeah. It's nothing. It's not, it's nothing like eye popping, but he made two of his four shots within eight minutes. You saw the rebounding that you get out there. You see the defense. You see how quick he is. He had another. He had a quick first step, like I said earlier, when he when he went to attack the the rim. But you just need him out there, especially if you need it for defense. 
and the limited touches that he needs to get going offensively, especially from three. Cam, good defender. Like, we need defense. We, mm-hmm. We're not a team that can go out there and just score with everybody. And if you're going to have nights where you don't know what you're getting from Evan Fournier, which is true, we saw that last season. There are nights that Evan Fournier will go 7 for 10 from the field and be on fire. And then there's other nights where he'll take 10 shots and hit one. You can't have that, especially if he's not giving you anything on the defensive end. That's not helping anybody. He's a, yes, he was our best three-point shooter last season, but an inconsistent three-point shooter at that. All right? Off the bench, fine. Starter, no. Yeah. No, no, no question about it, man. Um, back to some of the sounds of the game. Here's Julius. Uh, Julius wants to show the fans some love, man. Let, let's hear what Julius had to say about the fans tonight and, uh, and the support for the hometown team. That's, that's New York for you. Um, you know, guys are really um, invested into what we're doing, you know, how we're playing, um, us winning games and, and putting on for the city. So uh, whether it's Ronnie or... You know, your average fan, um, you know, we love we love the love. We appreciate the love, and, uh, you know, we do our best to go out there and make everybody proud. All right, so so Julius uh, acknowledging the fans. I thought he was going to give us a shout-out, man. I didn't I didn't hear shout-out to Knicks Fan TV for, for their unwavering support. That would have been a nice, that would have been a nice, you know, gesture, man. I, I thought he was going to show us some love, man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Half of this panel has been blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been blocked. I have not I have, been blocked. I am. <laughs> I have not been blocked. I, mean, I don't even know last time I even checked his page, but I don't think I've been blocked. Yeah, so I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> yeah. I thought he would have, you know. It'd be nice, though. It'd be a nice yeah. change of pace. <laughs> well, nice, man. Yo, shout out CP and the guys, man. See Nick Sand TV holding us down every night, even on the bum nights. You know, we played the Pistons tonight. Where's defense in the league? They're celebrating us like, you know, championship game here. So I'm like, just a little, just a little acknowledgement, you know. I don't ask for much. You know, we 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 didn't we didn't have the energy against the Brooklyn Nets, but those guys went on went on live and made it entertaining. Yeah. Gave the listeners something to to enjoy. <laughs> we 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 watch Six Fan TV every night. What Kemba say in his Woj interview, and we're gonna talk about that Kemba interview uh on Nick's weekly on Monday, on on Monday. And Kemba was saying that that uh players go check their phones at halftime. That's wild. <laughs> and he's like, Why are you checking your phone at halftime? All you're gonna do is see people bashing you. That means that means he's 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 returned to last year. Oh yeah. This ain't Charlotte. He's he's oh, no. talking about Nick's Twitter. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's wild. He's I talking about Nick's never, Twitter. I would never. Absolutely not. Why do you even want to see that? Especially if you're having a bad night. Why would you even want to log on? It like, it just it just goes to show you the the social media addiction hits everybody. Man, I you know what I mean? Stay off the phone, man. Just stay stay off, the phone. off the phone. <laughs> stay off the phone. <laughs> Stay off especially the hopping phone. on, especially if you've been hopping on Twitter these days. Yeah, <laughs> don't listen Everyone, to Jose. <laughs> Everyone's verified. Everyone's doing. Oh man, everyone's verified. So why why West out here, man? It's nuts. It is absolutely crazy, man. I right, let's do I just some don't play. Get it. What's that? No, I just don't get it. Like, why would you like? I. What makes you think, especially if you're having a bad night? Like, if you're starting off. 
or even if you know that the fans are not behind you already, mm-hmm. right? Like you, you already know you're on thin ice. What? Why do you want to go on there to see who's to see what? What does that? What does that do for you? Like what, <laughs> mentally, what does that do for you? It's like it's like hitting your head against the wall. Like yeah, it's, oh, it's, I'm angry it's, at myself. Just like why? This, it doesn't make uh, any sense. It's 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 just that how the social media. It's just the algorithms, man. It's just how we're programmed or program like like Maslow's dog. When he hears the bell to go eat, when you hear that bell for your notifications, positive, negative, or indifferent, you want to check. You want to see. You want to go. You want to see what's going on. Maybe you jump on your burner account and clap back, like KD does. <laughs> like KD, they can't stay away, man. You know, oh, I, I know man. some of those guys heard Jose's call. <laughs> I'm sure that got to a couple of people. Hey man, <laughs> it's out there. It's out there. <laughs> it's out there. We know. We know they check in. Yeah, yeah. We know they watch. A- absolutely. Uh, you hear yeah. that one? You. I-, I hope that puts a fire under your butt to to go perform. <laughs> Pav Pavlov Pavlov's dog. I said Maslow's dog. Pavlov's dog. There, that is. I think Maslow Maslow was the uh, the three needs, right? Food, water, and shelter, right? It's been a while since I've been in school, man. I got to go back into the archives and learn some of the, that useless stuff that they teach you that, you know. Yeah, what year was that? 1970 what? Yeah, it was a long time. It was a long time back in my day, man. Back in my day was a long time, bro. It was a long time. Uh, let's do some play ratings, bro. Let's, let's right. do some play ratings tonight. Let's start with uh, let's start with Julius. What do you think of Julius's game tonight? 21 points, eight boards, five times, eight to 18 from the field. Oh, was seven. From downtown. So the Cinderella story from the Timberwolves game. He's back. He is back. <laughs> that three-point shooting, man. Uh, I'm going to give Randall. Randall. Randall a seven for tonight. Okay. I thought he had a solid game. 21 points. Obviously, eight rebounds. I thought he made some critical critical boards towards the end of the game. Yeah. Uh, to really make sure that the Pistons... Couldn't get any second chance points. Five assists. I thought off ball he was doing pretty well today. Cutting. Mm-hmm. Um, He's just very active for the most part. I thought his defense was was pretty good tonight. So I'm gonna give Randall uh, a seven for tonight. You know, obviously the three point shooting you want to see him at least hit one, but shooting with confidence. Um, he also made some clutch mid range jumpers down the stretch of the game too. Yeah. So. I'll give I'll give him a seven for tonight. Yeah, I'll give him a seven as well. I, I thought he was relatively locked in for most of the game. Kept the turnovers low, only two turnovers. Decision making was was fairly steady this game. Again, zero for seven from downtown. You'd like to see him make at least a couple of those, maybe three. You know, give me three of those. A lot of those are wide open. They weren't really uh, well contested. But overall, I thought he ran the floor well. Five of five from downtown, and a couple of big boards in crunch time when we needed it. So. Good job by him. I mean, Randall overall is a good defensive rebounder. He's always been a good defensive rebounder. So uh, good job in crunch time to, to solidify the boards and prevent Alec Burks and those guys from getting second chance opportunities, man, because Burks didn't hit that one corner three. But if you keep giving them chances, he'll burn you. So good good job uh, by Julius tonight. What do you guys think in the chat? What are you rating Julius tonight? One through ten. We're doing play ratings right now. Sponsored by KnicksFanTV.com. How about uh, how about Brunson? Brunson gets a. I'll give him an eight. 
yeah. give him an eight for tonight. Uh, I got you the 26 points, eight for 16 from the field, two for five from three, hit all of his free throws. Once again, he was also clutch tonight, got you the seven dimes, four steals. I thought he was pretty good defensively with the active hands and just being able to jump the passing lanes. It, it just comes down to him being that playmaker, and that's why he really gets the eight tonight because I felt like he controlled the game more than he has the last couple of games, you know, instead of letting Randall or RJ trying to dictate where it goes and predominantly Randall the last couple of games. But for tonight, the ball was mostly in, in, in his hands and he was the decision maker. So for that, I'll give him an eight, especially with the clutch shooting down the line where you had, you know, the floater, mid-range jumpers, good decision-making. I'll give him an eight. Uh, yeah, I'll give him an eight as well. I thought, I thought it was a great game by him. Yeah, again, you know, yes, this is the Pistons, bad defense and all, but I, I look at decision-making, no turnovers, nine points in the fourth quarter, playmaking very well. You know, I took him to task for not, for not doing that enough, especially in the Nets loss. Seven dimes for him tonight, 26 points, 8 of 16 from the field, 2 of 5 from downtown. Great game. Great game statistically. And, again, impacting, winning nine points in that fourth. And... There was it, it, it. He did it with an interesting group. It wasn't all. All of it wasn't with RJ and Julius in the lineup. A lot of it he was in that lineup with IQ, Fournier, Ob, Hartenstein. And we talk about you know that mixing and matching of in the rotation. Tibbs went with that that group for quite some time in the fourth, even when yeah. Detroit was making their run. And so I thought that was interesting. So. Brunson understanding his role with that unit and needing to be a bit more aggressive there. I thought, I thought he was solid, you know, in, in getting those points. So great job by him, man. I'll, I'll give him another eight. A solid, solid job by Brunson. Uh, how about RJ? He gets a nine. Yeah. Gets a nine. I mean, you always mention it. Gotta be quality opponent. This is the Pistons. Yeah. <laughs> but efficient night, 10 for 17, three for eight. From three, got you the five boards, five assists. I thought he was pretty solid defensively. I thought his decision-making was really good. You saw how patient he was. He was knocking down. And he had some quick jumpers, too. Like, he quick catch and shoot, man. Like, Brunson would find him out there on the wing, and he just, you know, he just pulled the trigger. So, I like what – I like his overall performance tonight. Um, you know, but once again, it, it is the Pistons. You know, we like to see this this type of performance against – Better opponents, more more quality opponents. But I thought overall for showing up, especially, you know, how the broken game went, solid bounce back game. And when he's in there with the second unit, man, he knows what his role is too, to be, to be, to be the alpha and to attack. And I like that Tiz went that direction tonight to give him that opportunity. Yeah, I agree with that. I'll give him a nine as well. Uh you only get tens for 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 big games. So I'll give him a nine just because with him, there's just, a, there's, as I said earlier in the show, there's three things that I'm watching every game from him. It's defense, how efficient is he from the floor, can he finish well, and is, can he playmate? Because I, I, I still feel like there's some untapped playmaking potential, especially the fact that he's able to, to draw defenders when he's attacking the lane. That means somebody's open. And in mm-hmm. crunch time, when the Pistons were making their charge, he found quickly for a clutch three-pointer that moved the lead from six to nine and yep. basically wrapped the game up. And that was that was a big assist. That was a big play by RJ. Also, two clutch free throws 
when the Pistons had cut it to four, he draws the foul, got two free throws there, knocked it down. He was clutch, good from the free throw line, seven of eight from the free throw line. And then also when he was attacking in the paint, a couple of times he had smaller guys on him. That was another thing I was watching, This wanted to watch this year, how he would capitalize on the size advantages that he has. And, and he hit uh, a nice one in, in the lane over Killian Hayes and also on, uh, I believe it was like Corey Joseph or one of the smaller, Corey Joseph. smaller yeah. guards on the Pistons. So I just thought he did a good job. Whenever he's finishing well like this, you got to give him credit. I shot the ball very well tonight and, and overall solid game. So I'll give RJ a nine. What do you guys in the chat think, man? RJ fans and haters, go ahead and rate RJ's night tonight. One to ten. What do you think about RJ? This is player ratings presented by KnicksFanTV.com. Now, who else? Uh, the bench wasn't really overly impactful. I mean, you want to go with quick? What did, what did, you, what did you think about quick? You want, you want to break quick tonight? Uh, yeah. <laughs> bench yeah. wasn't overly impactful, I mean. Uh, no, I, I give him a six. I think that's fair. I think six is fair for, yeah. for quick. I give um, quick a six. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a good score for him because yeah. look, he had that impactful three. Um, he did get the good. He did save the ball from going out of bounds to get it back. That to was Brunson. big. That was a big hustle you know, play. Yeah, he had. A, he, and look, his defense. The thing is, is his shooting man. Like he's doing everything else well. You know, when it comes to rebounding, um, when it comes to playing defense, getting steals. Uh, some nights his assist numbers are there. Not tonight. He only got one tonight. But I think he moves the rock pretty. When he moves the rock pretty well and he knows when to attack, that's when he's at his best. Tonight, I wouldn't say he was, he was not at his best for when it came to shooting the ball and attacking, but I think a six is fair for how impactful he was in the fourth quarter yeah, closing the game out strong. Good hustle play. As you said, even though his shooting hasn't been there all year, his defense has been fairly consistent, and he's been getting on the boards quite well. For a guy of his size, you know, quickly has been rebounding well. So give him credit for that. Good hustle play and and knock down a clutch corner three to bring the lead from six to nine. So good job by Quick. And we'll give him a six. Clyde Owasu says, how you give Randall a seven and quickly a six? <laughs> it's a six, man. I You know, five is like, five and below is more like bad games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I like, six was, quick had, six was fair. Oh, are we are we asking why Quick got six and? Yeah, I, I guess <laughs> I guess Randall he wanted. Ran, I, I guess he's a Randall fan. He wanted Rand. He want he wanted more respect for Randall. I I thought it was fair, man. I think seven's fair. Yeah, I I think my grading on on play ratings is quite fair, sir. So, would you? What, what do you want? I get Randall eight. <laughs> right. I want to know the what, what's the score. Right. No, we, we can't do that here. This is our score here, sir. You know. All right. That's play ratings, man. For for all of you at home, catch the full breakdown of play ratings on KnicksFanTV.com. We have a great article every day after the game. 
written by Knicks Fan TV, Remy. He breaks down the entire game, recaps the game, and does play ratings for every single player on the team. We also have a write-up by Alex on the Knicks City Edition jerseys that debuted tonight. So make sure you guys are going to KnicksFanTV.com, signing up for the mailing list so that we make sure that, that we are keeping in contact and giving you guys updates on the latest and greatest. When it comes to Knicks Fan TV, our events, games, everything like that, make sure you guys are going to KnicksFanTV.com and checking out the content. And, leave, you know, leave us a comment on, on some articles, share some articles. That would be great as well. Okay. Getting to back, back to the phones. Let's go to the Discord. YC Lemon on the Discord. YC Lemon, let's go. Hey, man. I'm Justin, actually, from Toronto, the same guy. who. Called, oh, Justin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my fault about all that, man. Toronto, you know, it takes, it costs money to call. America, yeah, but um, but yeah, that's jerking you guys, man. Hmm? I said, Nafta's jerking you guys, but go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, it's all cool, man. We, you know, we, we Canadian, we good. Mm-hmm. Um, but so actually, I, I want to kind of at the beginning of your podcast, we were talking about like Derek Rose a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yes, he hasn't been playing his greatest basketball. Um, so I, I understand that, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't like him coming out like he came. He's always been coming off the bench for the like, for the past three years. He's been with the Knicks. Mm-hmm. But um, in the past, he's been kind of like that number one option off the bench. Like he was playing that six man role. Mm-hmm. I know quickly was behind him and he and quickly was thriving with Derrick Rose. But again, that's because Derrick Rose had the ball in his hand for most of the yeah. um, on the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, and this season, uh, I guess they're putting that ball more in quickly's hand. And again, I haven't. We, I, me personally, I don't think I've seen quickly thrive as much as he was past years because he's controlling the ball more often, and they're giving quickly that that point guard role. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe quickly could kind of thrive a little bit better if, like, Derrick Rose kind of ran that number that six man option, like the number one point guard, and he's bringing up the ball, yeah, and not really kind of feeding it. Like, I don't know. I just feel like quickly is 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 not getting much shots off because he's the one trying to create the shots and like, and then he has to pass it off. That's just my personal opinion. And again, his yeah. minutes is, is, is hard to like judge his, his, his um game or his play time with just like averaging 12 minutes or like maybe 10 minutes, you know? Yeah. That's just, yeah. Yeah. That's just rapid fire for me. Anyways, much love from Toronto, man. You know, Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, man. So tell uh, everybody in the six, man. You too, bro. You too. Yeah, I think it was along the lines of, you know, what we've been saying, um, just in terms of of Quickly's role and and is it in being impacted by Rose's ineffectiveness early in the season. Something to watch. But nevertheless, Quickly was brought in here to be a much better shooter than he's been. And it's it's so funny because when he came in his rookie year, he did shoot close to 40% from threes. His twos were still bad. Mm-hmm. But I think I think one of the things we were looking for him to improve on was his playmaking. Last year, the shooting dipped. The playmaking came up. Now this year, it, it's, it, it's almost been a regression of both. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, quickly he's having an interesting journey. Even his free throw shooting, man. It's, he's he's missing it's shots. It's been a surprise. He's at 78%. It, it's shocking, man. You know, he was close to a 90% free throw shooter when he came in yeah. as a rookie. 
You talk about hitting close to 40% from three. He dropped to 35%. He's shooting right now on the season 25.6% from three and 33.7% from the field in total, man. I mean, the twos... The twos are uh, the twos are still there. It's, they're hovering around the same spot, but it's the threes, man. He came in as a marksman. That's what yeah. we needed. Yep. And I don't know, man. It's I don't know. I, I give it. I, I'm saying, give it time. You know. Yeah. Still, we're only 12 games into the season. By that 20 game mark, something's by that 20 game mark, something's got to change, man. Like, yeah. and I'm not saying for like quickly needs to be benched or anything i'm like i'm looking for his shooting to come back around mm-hmm. by the 20 game mark it mm-hmm. should be coming around by now because we we really need his shooting but by then hopefully he's in rhythm if you looked at like his uh like his effective field goal percentage charts last year he does go through peaks and valleys though and oh, like yeah. throughout the season it was just like oh yeah you know and then he finished man. strong i i wrote this when he got drafted for hoops habit this is the type of player he is. He'll have games where he's shooting 50, 60% from the field. And then there's mm. nights where he's shooting 10 and 20. That, that's what he did at Kentucky. Mm. And he, and he's just doing that now. So he's just uh, an erratic shooter. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you hope that, but the thing is like from college, there there are guys in college that, that have those type of performances too. And once they get to the NBA, being in the league long enough and go through the workouts and all that thing, they become consistent shooters. So you're hoping that maybe this is just a slump that quickly is going through at the beginning of the season, and then he gets back on track and finishes the season strong. True indeed. True indeed, man. All right, we got one more caller. We're waiting for Edgar to screen. Sounds like they're having their own private conversation. Uh, Just waiting for Edgar to give me the name. Oh, the person hung up. Okay. All right, the person dropped off. All right, so with that being said, since uh, we'll be back Sunday against the Thunder, early matinee tip-off, we'll wrap up tonight's show, man. Great show, everybody. Knicks win once again, 121 to 112. Hit that thumbs up on for you boys for a Knicks victory. Let me get to the Super Chats real quick. 1,400 in, in the chat, man. Hit that like button, hit that thumbs up button, and share this video ASAP. All right, let's see what we got here. Oh, okay. Uh, Edgar says the guy's back. All right, we'll get we'll get to the, we'll get to that person after we read through the super chats. Um, shout out to Ryan Cortez. Five dollar super chat says we look like a different team every game. Yeah, that's, that's an inconsistent team for you. Junior Caruma five dollar super chat says RJ is him, JB is him, Jules is him. Howard three stars. If all three would have showed up against the Nets, we would have watched the Nets. And that's where a better team, you know, you're not always going to have those opportunities that the Pistons gave you. Uh, shout out Ryan Animal Chuck D. 10 out Super Chat says Dick Barnett was a super basketball legend, equal par respect like D Rose, but he knew how to fit when Clyde took over. Then when Earl came, Dick Barnett was, it was an emergency break class for Holtzman. Yeah, no question. I mean, the level, level of sacrifice that those OGs that the legends had to put in to accommodate other stars you know i i just think it's it's a different um different mindset it's ego it's hard to control it's hard to adjust so let's see how Absolutely. how that how that works man 
right, they, I, I don't know. Edgar, the, the caller keeps dropping. So, all right, they said they'll call back next time. Okay, no problem. So, nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, great show. Remember that these shows are available in audio podcast format, man. All the major podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify. So, if you can't make it on video, you can always catch it in podcast format. And also go to manscaped.com, promo code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. And go to KnicksFanTV.com for player ratings, Remy's recaps, a number of great articles by our KnicksFanTV.com team, and your KnicksFanTV snaps, man. Go get those. We'll see you Sunday matinee edition, Knicks versus Thunder. Let's get it going, man. Let's get two in a row, Al. Great show. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com